Praise the Lord and welcome to the God of Wonders radio program. Join us now for part three in the message entitled, Seek Ye First the Kingdom of God. Please stay tuned as we discover from Kirba Stephen how to make God the priority in our lives. Because she had her priorities right, her value was high. She didn't say, okay, I don't want to make this room. This is work for me. Or this is my, I have to spend on this, you know, to make the table and to put the candlestick, you know, whatever, everything, you know, cost something. So she didn't think about that. Her priority was not me. I want to make the man of God comfortable. That is, I want to honor the Lord. So when she did that, what the Lord did was God took notice. Now God speaks through, works through people in one way. And what the Lord did, he actually put that in his heart to find out what this woman needs. And this woman didn't have a child, but she didn't want to say, because she didn't have any hope. So Elisha called his servant, because he spoke to this lady and didn't get any answer. She's saying, I'm full, I'm fine, you know, don't bother, you know. I'm happy as long as you're blessed, that's what she's saying. But because the Lord put that in Elisha's heart, God wanted to bless this woman. Because Elisha cannot do anything apart from the Lord. And God put that in Elisha's heart to find out what she needs. His servant is saying that, Master, she doesn't have a child. There's no child. You know, she's childless. And God is meeting her most important need, physical need, emotional need over there. We know how many times the people who don't have children, they cry. And they say, Lord, I don't have, you know, a child. And they feel they're lonely. And she's, over here we clearly read that her husband was old. That means she was older too. All her hopes were gone. That's so why when Elisha said that God is going to give you a child, she's saying, don't lie to me. I'll be broken. She's already broken. So she's saying, I don't want to be broken anymore. I would rather live with this than for me to think that I'm going to have a child and not have a child. For that kind of a person, what the Lord did, she didn't go looking after, okay, I'm going to give this to this man of God so I'll get a child. No, that was not her motive. Her motive was to honor the Lord. She put God first. She put God above her need. And what God did in turn was he met her need. And her need was not an ordinary need. It's not something that could have been done by any human being. God did that. So when we see, just like we saw with the five loaves and two fish, a miracle that cannot be humanly done, Jesus does when we seek his kingdom first. And he gives us to the full overflow. So same thing with her. You cannot compare her bed and the candlestick and the preparation of the room with the child that she got from the Lord. So whatever we do for the Lord, God gives us back hundredfold. When we put the Lord first, seek Him and His kingdom first, the time that we give to the Lord in our personal prayer, the time that we give to the Lord in fasting, the time that we give to the Lord in seeking the Lord and giving, the time that we give to the Lord in serving God's kingdom, God's people, anything that we do for the Lord will never come back to us the same way. We will never get rewarded even equally. It will always outweigh. It will always outweigh. That's how God does. Because God is no debtor to anybody. So it's a witness, you know, in our lives. In, uh, I'm sure, you know, even Brother Stanley, you know, his dad, because he's in the full-time ministry, he has given his life to the Lord to serve him. And he can share lots of testimonies, lots and lots of testimonies to the faithfulness of God that whatever he has given up, you cannot compare that with what God has blessed. And we cannot. We cannot outgive God. So when we see this, you can just compare. Can you compare 
God giving a child to a childless woman at that age when she gave something to the Lord when she sought him first put him above everything we cannot compare that God gives much more and it's according to his riches where we cannot that's where he comes and he compensates God multiplies and you have 12 baskets left when God gives he gives where you cannot produce a child God gives that third thing that we're going to see it's going to be the last thing that we will see but what the Lord did this is something very beautiful and it's from Mark chapter 15 verse 33 to 47 and when the sixth hour was come there was darkness over the whole land until the ninth hour and at the ninth hour Jesus cried with a loud voice saying eloi eloi lama sabachthani which is being interpreted my god my god why hast thou forsaken me and some of them that stood by when they heard it said behold he calls elias and one ran and filled a sponge full of vinegar and put it on a reed and gave him to drink saying let alone let us see whether elias will come to take him down and jesus cried with a loud voice and gave up the ghost and the veil of the temple was rent in twain from the top to the bottom and when the centurion which stood over against him saw that he so cried out and gave up the ghost he said truly this man was the son of god there were also women looking on afar off among whom was mary magdalene and mary the mother of james the less and of joseph and salome who also when he was in galilee followed him and ministered unto him and many other women which came up with him unto jerusalem and now when the even was come because it was the preparation that is the day before the sabbath joseph of arimathea an honorable counselor which also waited for the kingdom of god came and went in boldly unto pilate and craved the body of jesus and pilate marveled if he were already dead and calling unto him the centurion he asked him whether he had been any while dead and when he knew it of the centurion he gave the body to joseph and he bought fine linen and took him down and wrapped him in the linen and laid him in a sepulchre which was hewn out of a rock and rolled a stone under the door of the sepulchre and mary magdalene and mary the mother of joseph beheld where he was laid uh, chapter 16 verses 1 to 13 now when the sabbath was passed mary magdalene mary the mother of james and salome bought spices that they might come and anoint him very early in the morning on the first day of the week they came to the tomb when the sun had risen and they said among themselves who will roll away the stone from the door of the tomb for us but when they looked up they saw that the stone had had been rolled away for it was very large and entering the tomb they saw a young man clothed in a long white robe sitting on the right side and they were alarmed but he said to them do not be alarmed you seek jesus of nazareth who was crucified he is risen he is not here see the place where they laid him but go tell his disciples and peter that he is going before you into galilee there you will see him as he said to you so they went out quickly and fled from the tomb for they trembled and were amazed and they said nothing to any one for they were afraid now when he rose early in the first day of the week he appeared first to mary magdalene out of whom he had cast seven demons she went and told those who had been with him and they mourned and wept and when they heard that he was alive and had been seen by her they did not believe what's happening is the death of jesus 
where Jesus is going through tremendous pain and he's crucified. And what's happening is most of his disciples were not there. They all fled. And if you look at the people, the women in particular, who followed him, it says verse 40, 40, 40 and 41 that Mary Magdalene and Mary the mother of James and we have many of the women who followed him before. These women, they followed him before Jesus was crucified. They were following him during his ministry years. And now, they didn't stop. You see, a lot of people followed him, but they didn't follow him to the cross. These women, they followed him to the cross. It was not an easy thing. It was a very painful thing to watch the Lord Jesus, let alone anybody. You know, it's a very painful thing you know, for anybody to watch somebody being crucified, but somebody who they followed, they served, they ministered to, and they loved, they're watching. So if we see that, they actually followed him. These women were the ones who followed him. So even during the life of Jesus, even before he got crucified, they followed him. They put the Lord first. These were the ones who sought the Lord and his kingdom first. They left everything and they followed him. And what happens is, they are now here in front of the cross, standing there, even watching that. And then after that, they're still following. They're following him to see where they are going to put his body. So, we see Joseph, you know, getting Jesus' body and he's putting it in the sepulchre. Then his duty is gone. He's, he's gone. These women, they didn't go back after the crucifixion. They followed, they wanted to see where they laid Jesus. That's how much they were devoted to the Lord. They sought the Lord first. They put Jesus first. They didn't sleep. They didn't feel tired. Okay, we are here standing for a long time, you know, looking at the crucifixion. We are emotionally drained, physically drained, mentally drained. Our heart is pierced, you know, we cannot. But they didn't stop there. They continued. They went to see where his body was laid. After that, we'll see how much more they sought the Lord. They're going early in the morning. They're getting up, getting all their spices. They want to go see the Lord. And you see, they went very early in the morning, verse 2, first day of the week. They came into the sepulchre, the rising of the sun. You know what they did? They're standing there, they're thinking, who's going to roll the stone for me? Now that's their worry. They came, they want to see the Lord. They want to do these things. Who's going to roll the stone for me? If we are in a situation like that, Lord, I'm following you. Lord, I'm putting you first. But I have this big stone in my life, not moving at all. I'm not able to see it move. And this stone seems like nobody can move it. Lord, I don't have the strength to move it. We can go through a circumstance where we are just up against a tombstone, where that stone cannot be moved. What the Lord is speaking to each one of us right now is, whatever stone we have in front of us, if we seek Him and His kingdom first, God will send his angel to move the stone away. The rolling of the stone is his job. It's not our job. Our job is to put him and his kingdom first. We go and stand in front of the tomb and he rolls the stone away. He has everything done. He sends his angels to move the stone away. That which we cannot do. Amen. Like we saw you know, with the Shunammite woman. Nobody can give her a son. God did that. Nobody can bring food in the desert. God did that. And nobody can roll the stone away. Just these women by themselves. It was already rolled for them. So when we come against that, when we are following the Lord, 
when we come against that huge stone saying that I'm not able to move it no matter what I'm trying I'm not able to move it the Lord says you seek me in the kingdom first your stone will be rolled away by me and our focus has to be Lord Jesus my focus is you your kingdom and your righteousness first and everything else the Lord will do it in addition to that look what the Lord did was he met their need they wanted to see the dead Jesus to put perfumes, spices and all those things. But God was risen. And Jesus, he showed himself alive to Mary Magdalene. Look at that blessing. These women were the first evangelists. Women were the first evangelists that the Lord used. Because they followed him. Because they sought him in his kingdom first. They went through the cross. They went through to the tomb seeking him. They crossed all barriers. And people would have said, like we saw about David, you know, the other week, you can't go. You can't go and stand against Goliath. Who do you think you are? He put God and his kingdom first. And the Lord, he gave him everything. So, same way over here, these women, they put the Lord, his kingdom first. The love for Jesus, it really made them overcome everything. You may write us at LFL International Ministries, Post Office Box 966. Goshen, New York. Goshen is spelled G-O-S-H-E-N, New York, 10924, USA. Or you can email us at God of at Finally, visit us on the web at www.elbethelinternationalministries.org. Holy and awesome God. We thank you for the Holy Spirit taking the word to the listeners. Lord, enable them to live a victorious life in seeking you first. In Jesus' precious name we thank you, Lord. Amen. Please do join us next time for part four and the conclusion of Seek God's Kingdom First. May God richly bless you and strengthen you throughout this whole week as you read his holy word and pray to him, knowing that God will surely reward those who diligently seek Him.